This episode was originally recorded in summer 2023. Welcome everyone, this is Mary Nell, and welcome back to the OCPHA official podcast, where we talk to different pharmacists and pharmacy students regarding their career journeys. And today we have Anna Pham, fourth year PharmD candidate at Western University of Health Sciences with me, and she'll be sharing a little bit about herself today. So go ahead, Anna, introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me, Dr. Ngo. I'm super excited to be able to share about my journey in pharmacy school and uh, my plans are for the future. Awesome. So just I know that you are a fourth year PharmD student right now, you know, Western University being like a four year program. I wanted to know a little bit as to why you decided to pursue pharmacy as a career path. Yeah. So actually, it started later on in my undergraduate career. I wasn't too sure specifically what in the medical field I wanted to go into, but I was a biochemistry major and I took a lot of classes such as biochemistry, organic chemistry, and I knew that the closest field that would reflect those classes, which I very much enjoy, was pharmacy. But even then, I wasn't still too sure. So I actually did a couple of medical mission trips, one with a group called Sustainable Asia, where we actually went to Cambodia. And it was a two-week adventure being able to help um, the people there. And then I also did a medical mission trip um, to El Hongo, Mexico with uh, Flying Samaritans, part of um, my undergraduate program. And I really enjoyed it. I They had an, a small pharmacy in which I volunteered and helped. And I really saw the impact of how much just like the support of medications and the healthcare providers there did for the, the community. And so it really definitely solidified my views of why I wanted to go into pharmacy. And here I am. That's really great to hear, Anna. Like something that I, I personally, as like somebody who wanted to go into health was always interested in going into these medical trips. I mean, cost is one of those things, but that's really amazing that like you had those opportunities that kind of opened your perspective a little bit more to like how like health is provided in terms of like different services in like different areas in the world. And that it, this definitely did open a door for you. And like, when it came to like pursuing pharmacy as well, I feel like it only takes like moments or like certain experiences that kind of unlock a lot of different things, it sounds like. And so in terms of like being a fourth year student, I know that you're currently on APIA rotations. I did want to see like what rotations you've done thus far. Just try to give me your day to day in those rotations. Yeah, of course. So I have done already three of my APIs. There's generally four core APIs that we have to accomplish during our rotations, and that includes health systems, AmCare, GenMed, and community, which I've done already three. So the first one I did was health systems, specifically inpatient at Kindred Hospital, Westminster. And then I went on to do my AmCare rotation at a diabetes clinic with one of the faculty members at my school, Dr. Pham. Very rewarding experience. I've actually never had any AmCare experience prior to this, so definitely opened my eyes to a possibility in career paths. And then I did my Gen Med rotation at St. Mary's Medical Center in Long Beach. Truly a rewarding experience because 
I also had one of my faculty members there. It's Dr. Skoglin. Uh, he's our infectious disease professor at our school, and I learned so much during that rotation. If anything, it helped solidify that I want to go into inpatient, specifically potentially maybe going into infectious disease, um, learning more about that. And then now I'm currently in my community rotation at Costco, and I've just finished my second week. Wow, that's definitely a lot um, already. It, it, it sounds like you're doing like a lot of the core rotations like very early on. And um, if I may add, uh, how many rotations usually um, are you like supposed to do throughout like your final year? I know d different pharmacy schools have it um, differently where, I mean, certain schools may do like six apnea rotations that would like be the entire like final year. Um, I know Western University, given that you guys are a four-year program, um, how many rotations do you usually do um, like in terms of like the final year? So I'm also kind of curious too, because, you know, you mentioned the four core rotations and that's still something that's still valid um, even during my years in school and even now. Um, how does like the, I guess, how are the rotations selected? Yeah, so we go through, I think like every school, it can be similar to a lottery system. So we ranked our rotations from one to 12 for each of the sections. We generally have, like I mentioned before, four core rotations. And then we have two elective rotations, which could be anything. And then we actually have, and I don't think a lot of schools have this, but we have one dedicated rotation during the last few months before you graduate to called a research elective rotation, where we would rotate at a hospital at any center, conduct a research uh, project, create a poster presentation, and basically present it that before we graduate. So that happens early 2024 for me, but essentially that's prior and to graduating. But then before we have the two elective rotations, which could be in anything, for me, I, one of my rotations is, at, is a managed care rotation which I'll dive in a little bit more how I got involved in managed care with being part of AMCP. But uh, I'll be doing my rotation with Prospect Medical Group. And I'm very excited for that. Just to, this is my first time actually being in a potential career path involving managed care. I mean, I was part of AMCP and really learned about what managed care was, but now being able to be involved in the aspects of it. It's very exciting to me and I'm very excited for that rotation specifically. And then next up, I have my critical care rotation at um, Mission Hospital in Mission Viejo. So very excited. I heard many great things about it. So I'm looking forward to it. You definitely have a very exciting year ahead of you. I mean, I know you had mentioned that you're in like commu your community rotation right now, and that's like your fourth rotation at the moment. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And so it sounds like you definitely have a pretty exciting year ahead of you. And it's interesting, too, that Western also has like a dedicated rotation that is mainly in like research in like a specific setting. And so that's pretty good in terms of the overall like breadth of the year that you get in terms of like kind of that bridge between student pharmacist to pharmacist, if not clinical pharmacist. And so... It's amazing how when it comes to pharmacy students, you get 
like that huge amount of like breadth when it comes to like different areas that a pharmacist would be able to provide care, whether directly or indirectly. And so, Anna, I see that you were involved in AMCP. I know you mentioned managed care. You're also involved in like CAPS lead and several other things. And so I did want to ask about how you manage your time. Yes, I feel like I do get that a lot. I like to be involved in school. I think it's very important that, you know, as a student pharmacist, you take advantage of all the opportunities that are given to you, especially if the opportunities to help advocate the pharmacy field. And so a lot of this, a lot of the organizations that I've involved in, it's not just self-growth, but also on top of that, being able to advocate for the field of pharmacy and help other students, especially incoming students, be able to learn what pharmacy has to offer. And so for AMCP, like I mentioned before, I didn't know anything about managed care before being involved in AMCP. And I actually worked at the mass vaccination for COVID-19 at the Disney pod area, as well as the Anaheim Convention Center, in which at least my school, AMCP, specifically Dr. Hada, helped organize and led that movement. And I saw how well it turned out and how well like the team work together to really put this together. And so I knew that Dr. Hada was part of AMCP and I and a couple of my classmates were too. So I ended up joining AMCP and best decision ever made because it helped me be more comfortable about talking about managed care, what managed care has to offer to students. It's an up and coming field. And it's one of those avenues that are unconventional as compared to like inpatient and retail setting. And so I helped organize with my internal vice president and my organization to bring in speakers for Night of Managed Care. And we were able to bring in personnel from Pfizer, um, from LA Care, United Healthcare to be able to speak on their positions and really informed our students what managed care really is and what they can get involved in. And so that to me was very rewarding. And then to continue, I was also involved in CAPS lead, which it was very nice to be able to be involved in that because CAPS lead is a leadership organization, also research-based, but we were able to conduct a statewide research to help gain the perspectives of students on the like expansions of the different roles within pharmacy, managed care being one of them. So it's all related, as well as industry, the, the the fields that are now up and coming, the changes within pharmacy now that virtual care is now an option since the pandemic happened. And so we wanted to gain just what are the thoughts within the students and how do they feel about this direction in which pharmacy is going towards? And so that project in of itself was very insightful to me as well as my team. CAPS lead for our schools consists of eight students, which are chosen by our preceptors. My preceptor is Dr. Smith, Dr. Chan, and Dr. Bully. And so they chose the students within our school. We then attended the WPE conference, which had a small segment for the CAPS lead members. And then we conducted just kind of like a lottery system during that time and chose our research project based on that, which is extremely different. 
as uh, some of the organizations that you can hear of. But um, I think that if your school has CAPS lead, I highly recommend students to join that. Um, helps you learn in a team-based setting as well. And then I'm also involved with CSHP at my school. I was part of the Community Outreach and Community Service Committee, where we helped organize uh, vaccinations um, clinics for like flu and COVID-19 during the time, as well as presented a lot at the undergraduates um, schools to be able to kind of uh, advocate for students to be interested in pharmacy to pursue it. And that in itself was very rewarding. And on top of that, I was able to present a lot of my research at the CSHP conference. And so truly, it's just been really nice to be able to be involved in school as well as research base. I think know your limits when you're choosing what you want to be involved in because you don't want to burn yourself out. I definitely learned that the hard way because I'm a student that likes to be involved, but sometimes I go over my limit and put too much on my plate. But know that, you know, know your limits. Understand that time management is very important. You know, stay on top of your studies, but on top of that, don't just study or don't just be involved and, you know, neglect your studies. You, there has to be a balance between it. And I'm really glad that during my school year, I was able to find that balance and still be able to do both, maintain my grades as well as be involved. And that's my biggest advice to students. It sounds like you're in like a lot of research related involvements during your school time. In kind of summary, like how would you describe your research experience? Yeah. So in summary, I would say that it's helped me really build on top of the research experience I've had prior to starting pharmacy school, but also opening another potential career paths in the future for me. Being able to just work with the faculty and my research mentors and being involved in that. Not every student in pharmacy school is involved in research, but the research involvement does differentiate you from other students, especially when you're applying to residencies, applying to fellowships. It's definitely something that would be asked and would be something that's positive to add on to your resume. But on top of that, it's just a positive experience for you being able to work in a team setting and be, you know, be able to publish your research and work in a professional setting. It's definitely very rewarding. And if you do have that opportunity, I highly recommend you to be involved in that. Thank you for sharing, Anna. And like one big thing when it comes to research is that like in the long term, depending on like the level of impact of like your research is something that could definitely be seen as like something that could be recommended in like clinical practice sites, could also be recommended with regards to just kind of changing kind of the role of pharmacists later on. I mean, this is kind of just speaking volumes for those, especially who are interested in research that like little, a little bit of like the experience definitely goes a long way. It can even impact like the standard of care over time. And so, you know, your involvement, Anna, with especially with regards to research is something that, you know, if you are able to build those instrumental skills very early on, which it sounds like you definitely got a lot out of like your time at Western University, that's something that will definitely carry on for years. And that's something that, you know, super excited to kind of see where things are going, like especially with your plans moving forward towards graduation and then onwards. So Anna, so you had mentioned that, you know, you're interested 
a little bit in like managed care. You've gone some involvement in AmCare. You've also been able to like work in so many of these different settings while getting a huge breadth of what the pharmacy profession is. And so really kind of just narrowing things down and kind of brought this up earlier. What are your plans moving forward with regards to graduation? Yeah, I'm really glad I became involved in so many different avenues because it gives me options to be able to kind of see what I'm interested in and what I would like to do for my future plans. Um, After graduation, I do plan to apply to residency. Not a lot of students you know, find like the the narrow path between figuring out what they specifically want. But I think that after working at Chalk uh, Children's Hospital in Orange County for more than two years and prior to pharmacy school being involved um, with helping like children, specifically in the STEM, the Girls Inc. STEM program, it Definitely solidified that I want to do something pharmacy related in the pediatric field. So pediatric pharmacy. And because I was working at Chalk for so long and that being them being a trauma one hospital and a lot of the patients that come in are very in critical state. I've definitely found like a passion within like critical care. And that's actually part of one of my electives later on at Mission Hospital critical care. So I'm very excited for that. But I plan to apply to residency, specializing in pediatrics specifically, and then later on specializing in critical care. That's def- that's so awesome, Anna. Like, I definitely see you going down that road, especially given like what you're currently involved in. And, you know, it's going to be an endeavor with regards to just pursuing like the residency, like applications and not. So I, I wish you like the strongest, best of luck with regards to like pursuing this. And so now kind of just looking back, just kind of reflecting on your pharmacy school years, what advice would you want to share with current pharmacy students as they pave their own pathway towards graduation and their PharmD? I believe that the biggest advice I can give to students is Every student has their own path, and sometimes it's very hard to not compare yourself to other students. I know that came coming into pharmacy school, I had very strong imposter syndrome and felt like I didn't belong because I saw like a lot of the students around me, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, they're so smart!" And do you know? I felt like I didn't belong there or wasn't good enough, and. It was a very unhealthy mentality, and I think a lot of students fall victim to that, especially coming into a different environment. I started my pharmacy school when COVID-19 was peaking, and so we didn't really get to see a lot of the students, but on top of that, we're getting a lot of online classes. So it was really hard. It was really hard to get out of the difficult mentality of, am I good enough? Um, Am I in the right place kind of deal? But my biggest advice is to never compare yourself to other students because you are paving your own path, like you mentioned before. But on top of that, like know your limits. I highly recommend students to be involved in their school, learn about what their interests are and different avenues that pharmacy has to offer and be able to, you know, be kind to yourself. Pharmacy is not easy, especially pharmacy school. So just give yourself some breaks, take mental days to be able to just breathe. Everything will be okay. And just know that there's a reason for everything that's happening and just trust your instincts. 
Thank you so much, Anna. And, you know, you had mentioned imposter syndrome. It's something that um, I feel as though, like, regardless of where you stand in your career, whether you are like a seasoned pharmacist out or you're like starting pharmacy school for like the first time, imposter syndrome is quite common. And it's something that, I mean, more than ever, especially going into like a very competitive pathway as pharmacy, it's something that it's, it's common, but with the support of others as well and being able to be kind to yourself, like you had mentioned, is something that will go a long way moving forward and being able to build that confidence over time towards becoming a pharmacist upon graduation. And, and I also noticed, you know, you are coming from a cohort of students that is, they started during pandemic or starting kind of like at the beginning of pandemic. And that's something that definitely changes a lot of the way that students like learn different things. And it's it's a huge endeavor to go through having to be like independently learning at home, kind of having to like do like virtual learning. And then eventually like it got to the point where now people are doing either hybrid or in-person didactics once again. And so it's a huge feat especially this is like a different era that we're really stepping into with pharmacy, especially at the foundational level of pharmacy school. So that's kind of my bit on that. But to kind of just close things up as we wrap our episode up, how would someone reach out to you for further questions? Yeah, of course. I'll leave my email with you, but that's the best way to reach out to me. And I feel I encourage students that are current students as well as incoming students if you have any questions whatsoever, how you can be involved, um, how to time manage um, research opportunities and how to get involved in research. If you have any questions whatsoever, definitely feel free to reach out to me. Alrighty. Um, her email will be dropped into the description for this episode. Anna, thank you so much for being a guest on our podcast series and good luck on everything moving forward. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. It was definitely very rewarding to share my story within pharmacy field.